Welcome to the well. Uh, it's good to be back. And uh, I want to dedicate today's podcast to Jared, man. I finally got the recuperation study for this particular podcast all set and ready. Uh, so I really hope you enjoy it. Um, let's get into it. So Jared's challenge to me for the next podcast was to do some studies around recuperation. Um, I really came up with four main ideas for recuperation, if you're interested Um, Recuperation um, first needs to be understood in what the cost of not being able to allow your body to recoup uh, and what that's going to do and and what that can be like. I'm going to explore a little bit about taking rest, taking vacations, sabbaticals, etc. I did find uh, some ideas around how do we find recuperation in between our busyness in life. Uh, So I thought I'd share that one today. And then lastly, I want to talk about mindfulness, uh, rebooting, um, kind of that angle, um, and how those two things linked together uh, can really help you figure out things. So um, let's first talk about uh, sleep deprivation, which is really really the, the product of what happens if you're not recouping and getting rest. Um, what happens when you don't uh, might scare you um, like it did me, like, Um, One of the studies I was reading, I posted about it, one of the blogs, was the fact that after 24 hours of not getting enough sleep, you basically stop collecting memories. (laughs) So literally, your your brain will shut down and and it will will start to basically use other means to give you energy. And one of those ways it does that is to shut down the power that, that stores memories. I don't know about you, but I don't want to lose any of my memories. Like, that's kind of crazy. Um, so that was a really great article. You can go back into Seven Point Saturday um, probably about three weeks back, um, and you could reread that. So balance is really important in regards to sleep. Uh, so so you can't just keep constantly working. You need to embrace rest and relaxation. Uh, find some way to do that because um, it's really important. I mean, Talk to a farmer. Uh, he'll tell you there's always an intense period of tilling soil, planting crops, and serious work, but after that is the fallow season. And the fallow season um, might look like a period of rest, but it looks n- like nothing's happening. But really, it's the fallow season in which the soil is resting and replenishing its nutrients that really predict how well crops are really going to blossom. So that's kind of the analogy for our bodies as well. We need a fallow season. It's in that fallow season that rest that we take, that our body really does the best work and gets us ready for what could be a really great crop of ideas or creativity, etc. So not getting any sleep is really not good. And there's several studies about that. Next up is vacations. You know, I think definitely we need to take a physical break from things. I know one of the things I'm trying to explore is how do I take these little mini vacations when I have back-to-back days off? Um, I don't really get regular weekends off. I, the, the business that I work in is uh, seven days a week, and there'll be times where I won't get weekends off, so I don't have a Monday through Friday set schedule. My schedule's all over the place. So I try to look for ways, like I did yesterday, I found a way to take um, you know two days, and honestly, I, I took the day for me. I know that sounds really selfish, but sometimes even from loved ones, you need to have a break for yourself. You need to take a vacation, uh, I think some of the best uh, tips from CEOs that I read and, and kind of studied, the best performing CEOs take a vacation, and they take a vacation from everybody and everything. Sounds like kind of like a solitude kind of deal, and it sounds like, um, I don't know, it's antisocial, if you will. 
Um, but uh, vacations are important. Uh, it's just about getting away. Um, it could be with loved ones and friends or families. I'm not saying that that's a good, not a good idea because it is, um, but vacations are definitely a great way to recoup uh, and a great way to give back, especially when you're at your breaking point. That's your body telling you you need a break and you need to give yourself a break. Um, that could be on a beach with a bottle of Corona in your hand and a lime. Um, there's all kinds of different vacations, but I think what's important about the vacation is how does the vacation serve you creatively? How does the vacation serve you to refresh your mind? Vacations can be really, really cool if you're exploring things that you've never explored before. Uh, it's a great way to not only recoup, but it's a great way to get ideas and start to think about new things and new ideas. So that's vacations. Um, I think one of my favorite ways to recoup um, and that I read a lot about is uh, finding inner peace as a skill and a great way to bring recuperation into the in-between times of our hectic back and forth. It's all about finding that peace of mind, I think. Um, a lot of the reasons that we can't find recuperation or we feel exhausted is everybody takes a piece of us and we leave nothing for ourselves. You can do this in the wild anywhere. You find a rare spot, um, a favorite bench, a park, um, a walk um, in a park on a trail. I find ways to do it during running. I know that's still active and how is that really recouping? But I'll be quite honest, it is a meditation for me. It's just my way of doing it. Um, but you can do this anywhere. Um, taking even just five to 10 minutes a day before you kick it off can bring incredible focus and intentionality to your day. A lot of times we get out of bed we hit the floor and it's go time. We don't give any time for ourselves. Uh, we don't we don't apply any opportunity uh, to really kind of just start our day with some intention. Think about our day before we actually get out of bed. One of my favorite meditations is a meditation that um, before you even put your feet on the ground, you're under the covers, is one that I'll put on uh, quite often and it's basically called awakening to your day. And it just makes you kind of realize what your body's feeling like, where your tensions are, kind of bring awareness to it. And as I said earlier, like awareness is key and helps you kind of like start your day with at least some intentionality, which literally will trigger into other things and other ways of your day. And um, practicing easier meditation practices will lead to bigger ones. You'll find yourself just 60 days, uh, 60 seconds, about 10 deep breaths in and out are more than enough to even start with. Um, so find those pockets to recoup. Uh, find a way to pause. Um, it's the hardest part and probably the hardest daily habit. You can't put it on a checklist. You can't, I mean, you can, but I, I would, I would, in fact, I, at least it works for me. I guess I, I got to stop recommending things that um, the total group, my listeners can do because it might not work for everybody. But what works really for me is, is time boxing uh, on my calendar a 15 minute break after three or four hours of work or three or four hours of work at home. Um, and just getting a break to just kind of breathe, sit there, kind of take everything in. Um, and that is about 10 breaths. Um, it is the hardest part to do. Um, it can happen in your car commute. Please keep your eyes on. Um, but uh, after brushing your teeth, Walking or even eating lunch, um, you can literally recoup some time and bring some intentionality to your day. It's the distractions and the types of focuses that take us off our game that makes us really tired, that really wears us down, is this go, go, go and constantly on the move kind of mentality that in today's world it just doesn't work anymore. Maybe three or four years ago when there wasn't this distraction nation that we live in, it probably would have been easier to find ways to recoup. But now we're trying to 
with all the distractions around us, notifications, pings, everything that's really this, this distractible world that we live in competing for our attention, we don't intentionally give ourselves some time to pause uh, in between things. So this type of focus is recuperation because the practice itself shifts you from the focus on anxiety or stress, which is taxing your body to experience in the moment of just breathing and just taking some breaths. There are several technology companies even that are working uh, breathe apps, um, mindfulness type apps that really help us to, at least from an electronic sense, since that is where most of our distractions are coming from, realize that we need to pause and we need to take a break. Um, rebooting, uh, this is another one. Um, get in touch with what's really holding you back. Um, taking a moment to look at the code you've been running for yourself and really taking a deep dive in what's important or essential against the backdrop of what isn't is a great first step in trying to recoup. Because if you don't know and you don't take the time to do it, as I said a little bit earlier, in the pockets in between our work, um, it just will continue to be stress uh, and it will continue to be uh, Groundhog Day where we do the same things over and over again. We accept, for example, stress as a normal part of our work and personal lives, which we shouldn't. But how much is bad stress? And I think that's what really rebooting is about. There's good, but when it's enough stress, it's enough. And it's time to reset that. Uh, you need an assessment of your body to understand what to do. Um, once you've got the reboot started, um, you introduce only the good things back into your life. Stop we got to stop continuing to carry things that are just not great habits or healthy for us because um, it's just going to continue to to really just grind us down. So think of it this way. Think of it as a digital detox. Um, there's an exercise that I did from an analogy standpoint. This might help. Um, taking my phone and looking at the apps that I have, I'll take a regular few days and just think about which apps I use the most and which apps I don't. Any of the apps I don't use or I find uh, an opportunity that I haven't touched in a very long time, I will get rid of those apps. I will physically delete them off my phone because why have them? There's a part of me that's kind of like wanting to hang on, um, but how that relates in an analogy to your body, it's the same thing. Think about, it's not necessarily apps, but think about all the things that are in your life that you do on a daily basis and are they really necessary? Are, there, are they things that you've always done and you just have this habit, this routine of always doing them that you just haven't taken the time out to really just kind of explore them and why you do them? And then once you explore them and you figure out, like, I really don't need to do that anymore. Maybe it's because you've, from an acumen standpoint, you've mastered something that just requires that regular routine not to be necessary. Maybe there's some mastery of some point where it's just ridiculous. And then you delete it. Um, metaphorically you delete it right you get rid of it um, and don't do it anymore and then replace it with something else so rebooting is another great way to do some recouping um, at least setting up better habits so you don't get wound down you don't get ground down so much because time is finite as we know and we try to fit more things than we should into a given day um, something else to really take a kind of a look at is I just posted um, yesterday, I just posted uh, OpenU. And I think OpenU is a really great article to read on In Between the Pages because it tells you kind of some ideas of what you can fill that emptiness with. So once you start deleting the metaphorical apps, if you will, of, of what you don't need to do anymore in your routines of your day, 
you can fill them back in with some open new ideas, some ways to learn, a podcast maybe you've been dying to listen to. Um, but it's in these moments that you can honestly replace other stuff and find other ways to really bring some recuperation back to your life and some excitement even. The last thing I want to talk about today is mindfulness. And I know I've talked with, uh, about mindfulness in the past. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of skeptics out there, and I was included about three years ago in that group of skeptics. But as I've learned and I've practiced and I've tried different mindfulness techniques, practices, apps, podcasts, things like that have really refined like what mindfulness means to me and how this works. So full disclosure, this is what mindfulness really means to me, but I think what is super critical here and important is the idea of what mindfulness does and how it can help you recoup. So it's less about being a guru or shaman or Buddhist. Mindfulness practice really teaches us about awareness. It's that simple. You know how I've talked through this entire podcast already. I've talked about a lot of opportunities where we don't pause and we need to pause. That pause is the opportunity for awareness to come in. So mindfulness practice is really taking those those pauses and doing something with them, being aware of them, how your body feels, what's irritating you, why is it irritating you, and not eliminating the thoughts or, or getting rid of them, but understanding they're there and, and what to do about them, and to just explore them a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. So this awareness helps us get in touch with our emotions to be aware of them. Um, and uh, once, once you're aware of your emotions and how to get in touch with them, you create this skill called emotional agility. Because if we're not mindful and we don't kind of really practice and understand how we can be more emotionally agile, these emotions just run amok and they drive us down. Again, another energy drain or, or, or suck to how, how much our body is not recouping because we're just letting all the emotions run us uh, day in and day out. So mindfulness is really about practicing awareness, awareness to our emotions. Once we're aware of our emotions, we can develop emotional agility. Um, we are not mindfully aware of them, as it turns out. And you know, I used to be caught in many ways uh, from various triggers in my life and various things that triggered me. I'm not 100%, I would say, but I'm definitely on the road to being much more mindful about what triggers me and what doesn't, how to take a breath in the moment and get in touch with the emotion and why the emotion is there. So those are the th- five things, uh, Jared, that I found. So I really appreciate the challenge. Uh, I really appreciate you having me tackle recuperation as a study. Um, and I can't wait to see what the listeners bring up for our next, our next podcast. I hope, um, the next podcast though, um, I think I'm going to really be able to kick off. Um, I have a few folks, uh, talent wise lined up that I've been reaching out to and asking, but I'm pretty excited about 1220, which I mentioned in the last podcast. So it's going to be one guest, two deep questions, and for 20 minutes, we're going to discuss those two questions. Who knows where it'll go? It's something I want to try, something a little different, and we'll do that once a month. So hopefully at the beginning, which will be that first week in November, um, we will have uh, the first podcast of every month will be 1220, and it'll be something different. Um, it's my way of giving back to talent that's out there, giving back to people who have been in my lives, influenced my life, taught me things, just a way to give back to the community, um, but also kind of a little way to be a little bit more creative with the podcast and do something different, give you something different to listen to, um, and maybe be inspired by someone else, follow someone else, 
um, that will help you move along to achieve what you want to achieve. So thanks for listening. Uh, please continue to send in your ideas and studies. Jared, thanks again for the idea of recuperation. I hope you guys have a great week and a great weekend. Take care.